Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast with Tim Sievers and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could join us. Uh, We are in the midst of the Advent season, and that means we have uh, plenty of activities uh, (laughs) for you to participate in, in our community and in our church community. And Pastor Corey, we have uh, one kind of fun opportunity coming up this next Sunday. Uh, I wondered if you could tell us a little bit about that. And you mean listening to welcome my back ser- to the program? Oh, oh okay. <laughs> listening to my sermon on Sunday morning. Oh, is yeah. that the fun activity it you were thinking of? It is a fun activity. Yeah, that is not yeah. what I was. That thinking was not of. what you were thinking of. Okay, the uh, fun. There activity. are two fun activities. <laughs> you could listen to the sermon twice. Um, is that what you were thinking of? <laughs> You got me. That's uh-huh. that's what I was Or you could go about. to Bishop Place at one thirty in Pullman. That's always fun. But what Tim is really trying to drive yes. at here, folks, is is maybe a different kind of fun than listening to a sermon. Yes. It's it's watching cute kids sing and and our youth share about uh, Jesus and the gospel and the Christmas story. And so it's our uh, children's Christmas program on Sunday, December sixteenth, at six p.m. Followed with healthy snacks and cookies. Yes. Yes. So, come if you can. Pastor Corey specifically requested cookies. Yes. So, we made uh, made sure that those are available. But it's a lot of fun. Um, yeah. And usually funny. Yeah, there's usually <laughs> something that happens. You know, a fight over the baby Jesus. Right, or, right. Or, um, you know, a shepherd who goes rogue or whatever. <laughs> um, so come if you can. Sunday night, uh, December 16th at 6 p.m. here at our sanctuary. Uh, we continue the the uh, the place of peace. What are you calling it, Tim? I, I, I have not come up with a great the name Thursdays for it. Of Thursdays of Peace. Of Thursday peace, evenings or, of peace yeah, between 6 peace. and 8 p.m. at Holy Trinity Chapel. And we invite you to that. If you need a place of peace this Thursday, uh, come on down to Holy Trinity. And I haven't been yet. I can't come this week either but i'm really hoping to be at the last one so there's two more thursdays if you're listening to this in time um at between 6 and 8 p.m come come anytime during yeah that it's a drop in period. come for as long as you yeah, want come for the whole time come for yeah, 10 minutes whatever uh, works for you and uh i you know i was there last week and i found it quite refreshing um and i hope that People, if they if That's they're the able to point, take right? time, that they'll come, that they can focus a little bit, focus their hearts, and be refreshed and and renewed and refocus, refresh, just re what renewed. else? Renewed, yeah. But refocused and refresh, or at least R E F at the beginning. So what's oh, I should have uh, re fueled. Fueled. Oh wow. Yes. Okay, so come okay. come and get refueled, refreshed, and refocused on Thursday nights. Okay. Uh, The next thing is Christmas Eve is just around the corner. We have two candlelight services, 7 p.m. and 11 p.m. Very similar services, and uh, anyone is welcome to those 7 p.m. or 11 p.m. on Christmas Eve. And there you go. That's about our events for right now. Yeah. 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 Uh, but there, there was that event you alluded to just a little bit. At the, the sermon. The sermon. Yeah. Uh, we are in the midst of a series called A Perfectly Imperfect Christmas. We even have signs. We even have signs. Yes. You, yes. Uh, and, and that say Perfectly Imperfect Christmas. Yes. Okay. Sorry to interrupt you. 
Okay. <laughs> Anyhow, um, we we st- we <laughs> struggling. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, okay. So we are looking. Last week we looked. Tim has had weird side effects ever since he used beard glitter uh, <laughs> when we went Christmas you're, caroling. You're right. Tim Tim glittered up his beard, which he's been growing specifically yes. so he could have a good habitat. Is that the right word? <laughs> a good host for beard glitter. Just, and then oh. he had red beard glitter. If you don't know what beard glitter is, I assume it's safe to Google. And, I, and I Amazon. Amazon. I searched it inside of Amazon. And, and you, that was it's, safe. it's glitter designed particularly for hopefully the male beard. Uh, <laughs> And so, so Tim was a joyful sight and brought smiles to Minnie and and glowed in the dark. I don't know. Uh, no, that but was I a suggestion some, for next year. Some strange neurological side that, effects. That no, I haven't noticed any. I'm just kidding. But inability to grasp language. I'm, and, I'm glad you brought that up, though. No, was, yeah, the beard glitter should not be denied. And no. and maybe you could join Tim in glittering up your beard. Yeah. This season. this season. You're not doing it on a daily basis. Are you going to do it again? I don't uh, know. Maybe. Maybe Christmas Eve. Maybe. I could. I've I got know. three more colors that wow. came in the kit. Um, a kit. Yes. <laughs> which I think I paid way too much for. <laughs> I should have just gone to the craft store probably. But is it just glitter? <laughs> I think it is. But uh, And like a brush to get it out? No, no. I just, you know, the, the get. <laughs> I just rubbed my hand really fast over it after it had Use beard oil, which I think is probably just water. No, <laughs> it was more viscous than that, but it's probably baby oil or something. And then, uh, and then while while the beard is still wet, you put the glitter on. It makes a mess. It's terrible. But so then after caroling, when it had dried, I just rubbed it with my hands, which didn't do anything really to get the glitter out, except put it all over my hands. So I took a shower, and I used. Um, um, like body wash, uh, <laughs> on my face, okay. you know, yeah, like, yeah. this so, is getting into detail. I, I didn't know, expect, kind of go ahead. <laughs> so the, you know, the, the, the bath and body works body wash, this is a <laughs> promo for a bath and body that I use for my hair and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I use that on my face and it got it out like wow. really fast. I didn't have any, wow. uh, any trouble getting, I was worried that it might be weeks later and I'd still have glitter in my beard but it, wow. it came out pretty well well you should sell online a glitter beard removal kit and people would order it and then it yeah. would just be bath and body works body wash yeah i could pour it into a clear bottle and, relabel and it charge twice re- as much relabel glitter it would be glit beard glitter, glitter removal, removal liquid. tonic tonic Yes. That's how you cheat people is you sell them a tonic. Exactly. Yeah. Just think of the money I make. Wow. wow. All the dozens of people who would buy Dozen, that. Do, thousands. Rid of, thousands. Millions. Of if there are thousands of people who buy beard glitter. I bet there are. Oh, my goodness. Wow. But you're okay. Right. I should do that. Anyway. We uh, were talking that, about the Bible. Uh, yes. And, and our Perfectly Imperfect Christmas yes. series. And last week we talked about Zechariah and a perfectly mm. imperfect father, and not to uh, you know be unfair. This week we're talking about perfectly imperfect mothers. Mothers, and, yes. And uh, we're looking at um, 
the story of Mary. Mainly Mary. Mainly I am Mary, going yeah. to touch on Elizabeth, Mary's yep. cousin, a bit. And I don't know if you're planning to do the same 1.30 on Sundays at Bishop Place in Pullman. Thanks for that commercial. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there are mothers involved in the story. And uh, newsflash, I, yeah. I don't think Mary was perfect. I don't think she was sinless or anything. But I do think she was faithful and righteous and God chose her for a purpose uh the virgin mary was uh, a young woman and and she amazingly um believes this this message from this scary angel yeah. gabriel had to be scary yeah we talked about that in bible study and but she has faith that you know god said this may it may it be to me as it's you have just, said yeah and wow it is an amazing story uh and it's even, I guess the amazing part is God is using these very human characters, Zechariah, uh, Elizabeth, Mary, Joseph eventually, um, and entrusting them with himself, essentially, to get into Trinitarian thinking. I mean, the son of God, sure, yeah. but God. Um, that's mind-blowing, right? I mean, there's yeah. a lot of mystery here. Yes, there's plenty of mystery. Yes, but just God entrusting the Son of God into a human womb, into a human family, um, just pretty intense stuff. We get really used to the Christmas story, and and I'm enjoying thinking about the human aspect of this and how God really invested himself in in these folks. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Side note, I guess, but just as you were saying that, just thinking about, um, you know, when we think about birth in our era today with, you know, modern medicine and surgery and all that kind of stuff, it's, please don't send any hate mail women, but it's almost kind of routine. Oh, wow. Uh, wow. I, that was Tim Seavers. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Tim at loosechurch.org. <laughs> yes, you weren't supposed to say that. <laughs> I don't believe it, but there's a routineness to it. Um, that was your wife calling. As uh, she if you often could hear does. Tim's phone vibrating, she knew he said something like that. Yes. The childbirth was, did you say routine, no. Tim? <laughs> <laughs> With all the medical it's care the that we It's the beard glitter. It's the beard glitter. I know what you're saying. I hey, keep going. I don't Sorry. think it's the right word, but no, no. it's what I could come up with. It's not as life threatening. Right, but this is like a big a deal in the angel world. Or, and even even with the assurance from the angel that Mary's bringing this uh this child into uh into the world in in, in kind of a strange way. I mean, it's it's dangerous. It's not in a hospital like we would traditionally view it. It's, you know, she also doesn't have her family support system. Have, We're no. going to talk about this next week right i think uh or is that two weeks from now uh, oh boy, I boy I, 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 i'm working on multiple sermons that's always dangerous but let's just talk about it she they have to travel to bethlehem yeah. 95 97 miles um she's pregnant yeah even if they traveled a couple months early people debate this she's still pregnant yeah uh, and it's not like she hopped in the minivan no. and they drove down no you know the highway there. Yeah, it it would have been a pain, uh, difficult, and yeah, it, and then you're not with your family, and probably a good bit of her family is not talking to her at this point. Uh, yeah. We don't get all the details, but to be pregnant, 
before the your marriage relationship was supposed to be consummated was a very shameful thing and yeah. and um and Mary could have faced pretty severe consequences for that, but God intervened and called this imperfect but faithful character Joseph into the story um yeah, so it is a risky situation you think yeah. that he's setting up, and he's doing all of it on purpose God oh, is yeah. like. You know, he could have impregnated a, you know, a nice married couple, middle-aged, sure. settled down, right. more stable home. Uh, I yeah, maybe know. somebody who had experience raising kids, oh, yeah. you know, and did a good job. And, yeah. You know, but he he doesn't. And, and so it, it literally begs the question, why why did you choose Mary? Yeah, he's why? got a plan, right? Yeah, yeah. What what's, is, what's, what's the deal with that? Yeah. Do, are we going to lay all the cards on the table and tell him why? Because that's... That's oh, a lot no. of my sermon, I, I no, think. No, I don't no. think so, but that's... Yeah. I just wanted to... Yeah, I, yeah, I think it's huge. It I mean, are we thinking us. about yeah. that? In the Christmas story, that God intentionally cho- chose these humble characters, uh, a young a young girl who really hadn't started her family yet. Um, at the same time, he used Zechariah and Elizabeth, who thought they never could have a family. Yeah. Um, and I think he did both those things on purpose, you Yeah. Know? It looks like Zechariah and Elizabeth have a very imperfect family situation, and yet God is perfectly including this in, supposedly infertile couple into his plan. And then it looks like, from the outside, it looks like Mary and Joseph are in a imperfect sinful situation, because that's how you normally get pregnant out of wedlock. Yes. But uh, that's not what is going yeah. on. And... God set up this, this story. Um, yeah, it's complicated. It's kind of messy, and yeah. and uh, and that's where he's inserting himself into yeah. the story. Yeah. Uh, so I I'm I'm pumped to be looking at this. We had good Bible study with the men this morning at five thirty a.m. Tuesdays at the church. Uh, we had a good study, uh, and man, just thinking about God working through these people. He he didn't look down from heaven and say, oh, Mary's perfect, or Joseph's perfect, or Zechariah's perfect. I think they did have righteousness and faithfulness, the scriptures describe yeah. Yeah. them in those kinds of ways. But I think but, it was still his grace, right? Right, I mean, yeah. Yeah. And there's fear and there's doubt, Yeah. but then God overcomes, overcomes that in their lives. Yeah, yeah. Mary's afraid. Don't be afraid, he tells her, which uh, I think... I would need to hear that. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, but he, uh, the angel Gabriel um, said this this important thing to Mary, for nothing will be impossible with God. Um, that That is huge. Now, that doesn't mean that God can make me into an NBA basketball player. I guess if God, if that was in God's plan for me, God could make me into an NBA basketball player. But um, I, I think it means that God, God's plan can't be stopped, you know? Yeah. And even the normal way is a person has a baby through normal relationship and uh, normal pregnancy. That, that's not what's obviously happening with Mary. She's a virgin. Uh, you know, but God can bring life where he wants to bring life. Um, and 
I keep just thinking of that phrase that um, places, uh, wombs that appear barren like Elizabeth's or wombs that appear not ready to have life yet, um, a virgin womb like Mary. That's the, that doesn't stop God. Yeah. God brings life where God wants to bring life. Um, and while that may not be, you know, our own situation where... It's not necessarily know, a lesson about infertility. Right, right. right. But so where are the places or uh, are, can we admit to ourselves that we are in need of life? Yeah. Um, or are we in a place in our... Are we at a at a place emotionally, psychologically, where we don't think we have life to give, or that we right. don't have, but that God can, no matter what our circumstances, no matter what our what we're going through, that when God's involved, He can do He can work in us Amen. in a good way. I I I really believe stuff happens in our life that we cannot handle. Um, and there's a lot of Christians out there that believe this. I think it's a mistaken idea that God won't give us something more than we can handle. You probably heard that, Tim. God oh, yeah. won't give us something more than we can handle. There's probably T-shirts or hats. I don't know, but I don't. I know there's memes that God won't give you more than you can handle. Memes. <laughs> yeah, <Sorry>. but uh, <laughs> uh, I think it's really mistaken, misguided, and harmful because I think if you read the Bible. Not even that carefully. Just read the Bible and the stories all over the place. Things happen that people cannot deal with on their own. They need to go to God for help. They need to go to other people for help. It happens from Genesis to the end. Um, you know, Jesus himself asked his disciples to pray for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, people... People are not created to be just independently strong and get through everything on their own. We come, we we come to our limits. We we're weak. We're broken. We we um, yeah. I, I why am I talking about this again? It's kind of oh yeah. So if that is true, and I think we all need to admit that we. We have things that come up that we can't deal with on our own. The good news is there that that God doesn't just leave us in impossible situations. Right, yeah. He meets us there, and he gives us hope. He gives us friends. He gives us his love. He gives us his spirit. Um, and he gets us through what could be impossible situations. And we need to believe that. Um, uh, we need to believe that he can he can bring joy again to, into our lives. I know we're going to be talking about joy yeah. this Sunday. Even when we feel like I haven't felt anything or experienced anything like joy in months. Yeah. Um, well, on your own, you may not be able to create joy. Yeah. But, but God can bring joy into joyless lives. I've seen it yeah. happen. I've experienced quite a bit of that in my own life. And... I would just say if any of you are out there and you're in a situation or you know somebody in a situation that you you think's impossible. It is impossible for them for you, probably yeah, yeah. for you to figure out on your own. 
But the good news is nothing will be impossible with God. He can bring hope and joy and light and peace into those dark, difficult situations. But we have to yield to Him. Um, so that, that that's a big thing for me with this, this Christmas story is God meets us in our imperfections, knows we're imperfect, but He's not going to leave us there. And, and He... He will do whatever is necessary to bring His life into our life. Um, amen. Amen. Okay, I started preaching there again. That was good. Was it good? That was good. <laughs> was it better than beard glitter? It was better than the beard glitter. <laughs> I don't know, but, you know about that. I just, you know, the themes of Advent, that there, uh, we may not feel hope, we may not feel peace, we may not feel joy, we may not feel love. But with God, all those things are possible for Amen. us. Yes. And uh, maybe you don't feel those things right now, but if you turn to God, if you yield to Him, I like that, how you said that, if you yield to Him, uh, all things are possible. And, uh, or nothing is impossible, I mm. guess is how it's, it's phrased there. So. And you don't what have to, it's not, not about doing it perfectly no. or religiously yeah, yeah. Or, or knowing all the answers to all the questions. In these stories, Mary doesn't know all the answers. And, and in Zechariah, you might have doubts and, and fears, but just yield to him. Just say, God, help. Yeah. You know, be with me. And and you'll go ask help from another human being if you're in a dark situation. But there is help and there is hope. Amen. All right. Well, that's about all the time we have for today. So just an encouragement to everybody to uh, join us on Sunday morning at 9 or 11 here at Palouse Federated Church or at 1.30 at Bishop Place uh, or online uh, at uh, our Facebook Live feed uh, about 11.30 or so. That'll be uh, available. But um, join us as we continue this journey through the Christmas story and kind of look at it with fresh eyes and, and how God works through these imperfect people and situations. Uh, so thank you all for listening. This has been Tim and Corey. Uh, Redbeard Tim. <laughs> coming to you from our Hilltop studio in the rolling hills of Palouse, Washington. Uh, wishing you a happy Advent. Uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>